It's Vermont Edition. I'm Mitch Wirtley, been for Jane Lindholm, and now it's time for Dorothy's List, VPR's book club for kids based on the books nominated for Vermont's Dorothy Canfield Fisher Award. And today, VPR's Amy Noyes takes us to South Burlington, where Orchard School students are reading It Ain't So Awful Falafel by Feruze Doma. But first, she has an announcement. Dorothy's List readers have cast their ballots, and we have a winner for this year's Dorothy Canfield Fisher Middle Grade Book Award. It's the World War II novel Project 1065 by Alan Gratz. And here's some more good news for all you Alan Gratz fans. He has two books on the newly released list of nominees for next year's award. But for now, we're wrapping up this season of Dorothy's List with a different work of historical fiction— Which leads to the question... Why should students read historical fiction? That's Orchard School 5th grader Myra Wakar. And although she really liked It Ain't So Awful Falafel, she says she's not generally a fan of the genre. Her classmate Lucy McCarney had this answer. If we read what happens in the past, it could help us prevent that thing rehappening in the future. And that's pretty much author Firuze Duma's take on it, too. We put Myra's question and questions from her classmates to the author. We definitely need to learn all about history because if we don't learn about it, we just keep repeating the same mistakes. And I think historical fiction is actually a really fun way to learn history because not everyone likes to pick up a history book. But when you read a story like It Ain't So Awful Falafel, it's funny, it's uh, touching, and at the same time, you learn a whole bunch of history without even realizing it. It Ain't So Awful Falafel is a novel about an Iranian-born girl living in California in the late 1970s and early 1980s, much like the author herself. Zomarad Yousafzadeh is the new kid in town, again. This time, she decides to start over with a more American-sounding name, Cindy. But when her native country starts making the U.S. news, and eventually American hostages are captured and held in Iran— Blending in becomes the least of her problems. Duma says in telling the story, she wants to remind readers of how far a little kindness can go. When I became an adult and I looked back at my life and I realized what a difficult time I had gone through when I was 13, 14, I remembered all the kind things that people had done for me and said to me. And I realized that the reason why I am the adult that I am is because of all that kindness. So when I was writing It Ain't So Awful Falafel, I wanted people to just remember how much power we all have to affect other people's lives just through our words. Here at Orchard School, students come from a variety of cultural backgrounds. In fact, about a third of the students speak a language other than English at home. So many of these fifth graders can relate to what Cindy is going through. Fifth grader Kylie Nash wanted to know... How much of this story is based on your real-life experiences? Well, Kylie, uh, I would say about 85 to 90 percent of it is true. And fifth grader Jane Slayman wondered if all the historical parts of the story fell in that true column. Did you have to alter any historical events to make the book come to life? Well, Jane, you know, you can't really alter the historical facts. But what I did do is... This is a work of fiction, so I took a bunch of my friends and I put them together. Um, Like one of the characters, Rachel, is a composite of several people. But all the historical facts in the book are 100% true. 
There are also characters like Cindy's good friends Carolyn and Howie, who are based on real friends Duma had in sixth grade. And it's funny because the same people I met back in, in middle school that I really liked, I still like them today a lot. And I think that uh, it, it's really nice to actually have people that you have grown up with and who remember you back way back when. And I hope that people remember this when in middle school. I know it's a really hard time for a lot of people, but there's also some great friendships that can form then. So, it, And it does get better when you get older. In the book, when Cindy moves to Newport Beach, California, her parents take her to buy new bedroom furniture. Here's Firuze Duma reading part of that scene. Since my dad is in such a generous mood, I seize the moment. Can I get a beanbag chair, too? A bean chair, he asks. I point to the one on display. The salesman who has been helping us asks if we want to try sitting on it. No, my dad says. We eat beans, not sit on them. That is when I notice a girl my age standing with her parents, waiting for the salesman. I want to go back in time and leave before my father started talking about eating the beanbag chair. The salesman tells my father that the chair just happens to be on sale today. Normally, it costs $26.95, but for our back-to-school sale, it's only $19.99. In my country, my dad says, a bag of beans is $2. While it's hard enough for Cindy's parents to understand American pop culture, things are about to get worse. As more and more headlines come out about unrest in Iran, some of their new neighbors turn to Cindy's family to learn more about that country. But others react with hatred and cruelty toward the Yusuf Zada family. That led Scarlett Whipke to ask. Do you think these events could happen in present time? Well, Scarlett, uh, yes, and they are happening in present time. Lucy McCarney followed up with this question. What do you think about the present-day relationship between U- the U.S. and Iran? Well, Lucy, the present-day relationship between Iran and the U.S. is really, really bad. So I hope that it gets better soon. I really, really do. Currently, the United States and Iran are clashing over nuclear weapon policies. When the book takes place about 40 years ago, Iran was going through a political revolution. Fifth grader T.J. Avanda wanted to know, How did these historical events impact your life? Well, T.J., you know, I ended up really becoming a writer because of all these events because I was going through experiences that no other kid that I knew was going through, and I just wanted the world to know what my life had been like. You know, it's hard to learn about other people's lives unless we either talk to them or we read their stories. And since I can't talk to every single person... I write my stories. And our last question is from Jude Siddle, who wondered about that writing process. How long did it take you to write this book? And also, how many drafts did it take you to write this amazing book? Well, Jude, that's a good question. This book took me seven years and 26 versions. Now, you might ask yourself, why did it take me that long? And to be honest, I'd never written a book for younger audiences before. So, and this was also the first time that I was writing fiction. So it took me a long time to feel like I actually got it right. I hope I got it right. For VPR News, I'm Amy Noyes. The book is It Ain't So Awful Falafel by Feruze Doma. And special thanks to Orchard School Library Media and Instructional Technology Specialist Donna Sullivan McDonald. That's all for this season of Dorothy's List. As we mentioned, the new list of 30 books nominated for next year's Dorothy Canfield Fisher Award just came out. 
And starting in the fall, we'll bring you new episodes of Dorothy's List featuring some of those titles. Meanwhile, you can find those books at your local library. 